0: is Word in Motion. James 1 compares someone who hears the word and does not act to a man who looks in a mirror and immediately forgets what he saw. But the one who looks and perseveres, it says, being no hearer who forgets, but a doer who acts, he will be blessed in his doing. This is a pod for looking in the mirror each day, seeing our imperfect selves, and making one change each day to live and love as God intended. Well happy Monday. Hope you had a restful weekend. Uh, I remember an episode of a TV show once where the main character thought he might get fired and his friend told him, you need a thing. There's a guy who always has food and he's known as Food Guy. And someone says, oh man, I love Food Guy. They could never fire him. Well, one place even safer than that is inside the will of the all-powerful, all-knowing creator of the universe. Because nothing can touch you. Nothing can move you. Nothing can kill you without his say-so until the absolute moment he has planned for you. The amazing thing about that is that some creator quote-unquote, some all-knowing all-powerful creator of the universe that sounds very disconnected is actually also your father who loves you more than you can comprehend. And at that moment when he allows you to die physically you will immediately enter his presence and be face to face with him and spend eternity with him. It starts to make sense of Paul's statement when he says to live is Christ and to die is gain, doesn't it? Let's look at Paul in Acts chapter 23. And looking intently at the council, Paul said, Brothers, I have lived my life before God in all good conscience up to this day. And the high priest Ananias commanded those who stood by to strike him on the mouth. And then Paul said to him, God is going to strike you, you whitewashed wall. Are you sitting to judge me according to the law and yet contrary to the law you order me struck those who stood by said Would you revile God's high priest? Paul said I did not know brothers that he was the high priest for it is written You shall not speak evil of a ruler of your people Now when Paul perceived that one part were Sadducees and the other were Pharisees He cried out in the council brothers. I am a Pharisee a son of Pharisees It is with respect to the hope and resurrection of the dead that I am on trial. And when he had said this, a dissension arose between the Pharisees and Sadducees, and the assembly was divided. For the Sadducees say that there is no resurrection, nor angel, nor spirit. But the Pharisees acknowledge them all. Then a great clamor arose, and some of the scribes of the Pharisees' party stood up and contended sharply, We find nothing wrong with this man. What if a spirit or an angel spoke to him? And when the dissension became violent, the tribune, afraid that Paul would be torn to pieces by them, commanded the soldiers to go down and take him away from among them by force and bring him into the barracks. This is verse 11. The following night, the Lord stood by him and said, take courage, for as you have testified to the facts about me in Jerusalem, so you must testify also in Rome. When it was day, the Jews made a plot and bound themselves by an oath, neither to eat nor drink till they had killed Paul there were more than 40 who made this conspiracy and they went to the chief priests and elders and said we have strictly bound ourselves by an oath to taste no food till we have killed paul <clears throat> Excuse me. now therefore you along with the council give notice to the tribune to bring him down to you as though you were going to determine his case more exactly and we are ready to kill him before he comes near And so even as they are preparing to kill him, Paul is protected. Now, throughout Paul's story, we see God working to protect him, leading him to Jerusalem. Second Corinthians 11, Paul says, five times I received the Jews, 40 lashes minus one and three times I was beaten with rods. And once I was stoned and three times I was shipwrecked. I spent a night and a day in the open sea. Look around you may not even know all the times that God has saved you and he's not doing it just for fun but for a purpose so what about today today you're alive which means God still has work for you to do I like to say if God was done using you you would be dead the the fact you're alive means there's still purpose there's still meaning for your life on earth and we know that our purpose as stated by Jesus is to make disciples of all nations. So my question for you today, who will you talk to today who needs Jesus? Maybe it's a friend or a coworker, maybe it's a complete stranger, but open your eyes today. I know I have a habit of when I'm out in public, I put my headphones in and kind of go into tunnel vision. I need to get things done, I need to get where I need to go, period. Just focus on where I need to go, and I've missed so many opportunities to put Jesus in someone's mind even if it's just 20 seconds, to ask someone how you can pray for them or mention something that God has done for you this week. This time of year, you can even frame it around something you're thankful for. We just celebrated Thanksgiving. You're going to say, hey, I'm thankful that God did this, and in that 20 seconds, you've fulfilled your purpose for the day. Who knows what God might do with it? Let me pray for you. God, thank you for using us. Thank you for protecting us. Thank you for making us even part of your plan. You could have done all this on your own. Lord, give us the boldness to fulfill our purpose. Give us eyes to see and ears to hear what you're saying to us. The people that you're putting in our paths day to day who need you. Lord, and use us to put you in their minds. Just a little time each day, God. Give us the flexibility and patience to be used by you. In Jesus' name, amen. Hey, thanks for listening. I'm Nathan. This is Word in Motion. Have a great day.